and uh, we are here together. But uh, this year was supposed to be a year of increase, amen. And uh, honestly, for personally, for me, as if I was praying for the increase of people in our ministry, in our church, uh, we are seeing increase, okay? Not here physically, but we have been having a lot of increase. Zion's Gate has been having a lot of increase. Uh, people all around the world have been now connected to us. We have this uh, uh, WhatsApp group called as the Mystical Tribe. And in this WhatsApp group, like people around the world, around 123 so people have are there and almost every day, every morning and evening, we have around 20, 30 people attending our online, uh, online sessions. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Come on. So most of them, you know, are not over here, but all people from, people from uh, America, UK, Australia, Singapore, Malaysia, all these people are connected to us uh, in this uh, mystical tribe. And what we do is we do a lot of, uh, uh, somebody just be behind to help people to sit down and all just, ah oh yeah, conduit. So what we do every morning is we, we do meditations and, uh, and prayer. And uh, it's awesome. People are experiencing a lot of, I mean, every day we see testimonies coming up in the group. I put them on uh, WhatsApp. I put them on Facebook. I, I don't put them on our WhatsApp groups, but I put it on my WhatsApp status. But tremendous amount of people's life getting changed. Uh, young boys from South India being part of this. Amazing, amazing things happening. and. Uh, it's so awesome uh, that people, we, we all get up for Indian time. It is like around 4.30 in the morning. Everyone gets up and we are connected on Zoom, online conference call. And uh, people are part of this. Sometimes we touch 30, 20 is all, almost everyday story. But uh, this is what we do. We, we get up in the morning, we do meditation. And when I say meditation, people immediately start thinking that we do some kind of meditation which is not godly meditation, amen? And that's the problem when we, the word meditation is a biblical word and the Bible talks about meditation. In the book of Psalms it says, let the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O God. And uh, when we say meditation, we meditate on the word of God, we meditate on God, we meditate on heaven because the bible says let your mind be on the things above and not on the things on the earth amen okay and uh, this kind of stuff but uh, somehow people are not able to understand the importance of uh, the the thing that zion's gate is bringing in india i'll say in india amen hallelujah but people around, okay, around the world are recognizing the value of what we are doing as a ministry 
for uh, for the for the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because you know the the problem is we tend to become people and i spoke about this in this lockdown this lockdown that had happened i mean people can talk negatives after negative about the lockdown people can talk about financial problems people can talk about a job being lost lot of problems during this lockdown due to covid uh, scenario but let me tell you my experience this has been the best time of my life because i have learned more than any time in my life i have come to more understanding and more deeper knowledge of the word of god than what i had before amen not only that uh, we've been personally able to impact people's life like if you come to those uh, group and listen to the testimonies who are these people people who don't even know some of them don't even know what a spirituality is they have been so much exposed to the spirituality and they are completely diving deeper into the relationship with Jesus Christ amen okay and people who are already into it already know Jesus know the word they are the ones who have been hesitant to experience that what god is giving providing in this season amen you understand it's almost like uh, you know the gentiles accepted jesus but jews could not accept jesus amen hallelujah but in in you know this lockdown there has been awakening that has happened people who were sleeping woke up in spirituality and people who were awakened they slept hallelujah people who were sleeping they woke up uh, in fact people who were pretending they were awake they went more deep into sleep <laughs> amen but i see people woke up to their spirituality people started understanding studying more the word of god because there was this before the lockdown there was all this craze about prophetic healing deliverance miracle the moment lockdown came everyone started focusing on listening to the word of god learning the word of god amen because now there is no one to come and pray over you pray for healing pray for deliverance pray for do this miracles no 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 one it's all was people started learning studying the word of god and started getting awakening awakened unto uh, what god was providing in the season so this season for me this lockdown was the best time best time it's like golden age amen and if you are if you know what it what i mean and if you have experienced and tasted what i have tasted you will realize it was the best time it is the best time amen it is the best time and uh, many people are complaining where are the prophets gone why are no why no prophet is prophet i mean i know some prophets prophesied covid will end in 100 days 200 days somebody gave dates it did not end amen 
and some of the prophets are completely silent about it. No one is telling when this will end. And people are, there have been one side where all are talking negative and there has been one side where all are positive about this whole scenario. Amen. So the negative side is saying, where are the prophets? Why they are not able to prophesy when COVID is going to end? But you have to understand and realize prophetic is not by men's spirit. God has to reveal. And if God does not reveal, what can a prophet do? And history tells that before Jesus came, there was an age, years, around 500 years, the last prophet was Malachi, right? In the Old Testament. Check your Old Testament, last book is Malachi. From Malachi to the time of Jesus, there was not a single prophet. It is called a period of silence, where God was not speaking to anybody. But you have to understand, the silence of God is the voice of God. We fail to understand that the silence of God is the voice of God. Amen? When I see sometimes my wife is silent, that silence is more louder than anything in the house, right? When I see my mom is silent, I know something is cooking now. Not, not in the kitchen, but something is cooking in the mind and the heart. Amen? So, let me tell you, there is something cooking in the heart of God and in the mind of God and you, will, you and I are going to experience that mighty power that is going to be released very soon. This age is not a simple age. This is the best of time, let me tell you. And some of us have gone through worst of time, but we have been victorious in this time. Like people, our church members, they went through COVID situation. Family had got COVID-19. But we came up victorious. Amen. We came up victorious. And we have learned in this time so much, so much of things that we have learned. And we can now uh, step out in that victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, let's not look at the whole scenario as negative. Whether it's a negative or positive, it all depends upon you and me. Amen. Are we going to take it as negative and cry and whine about it? Or are we going to take it as positive and work towards it? You see? I mean, all the churches that were closed, the way I turned it, I started my online thing, I started every morning, morning prayer, everything. So beautiful it was. People's life was impacted. Amen. And now even that group, people are still joining in, still joining in. People are in the uh, still waiting list, but they are joining in. And by the end of this year, we, we go, we're going to have 250 people in that group from all over the world. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So today I want to speak on, uh, today we are meeting after a long time. 
And I remember there is one teaching of mine that completely changed the whole uh, way of thinking in this whole uh, lockdown in my life and also completely changed the whole, uh, whole so-called the ministry. And that one teaching really exploded, you know, us to the next level of spirituality. And if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, that teaching's name is Christ Consciousness. How many of you heard Christ Consciousness? That's amazing. Where I'm sitting in a yoga position, and I, 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 I purposely sat down in that position so that we challenge our mind in not thinking demonic, but start thinking everything as holy, as Christ. Amen. Before chairs were invented, everyone would sit in that position and eat food. Am I right? <laughs> when we were small, I remember we used to sit down in that position and eat food. What was demonic in that? So what makes demonic, what makes evil is not God or something else. It's our own mind that makes things evil and demonic. Do you agree with me? Okay, so we have to realize and today I want to speak about because there is this consciousness, when I say consciousness, awareness, everyone say awareness. Awareness of Christ everywhere is a prayer. We have to be aware that Christ is in everything in our life. Christ is in this chair. Christ is in you. Christ is in me. Christ all around. When we come to that awareness, that becomes a prayer. Everyone say prayer. Now, what obstructs this prayer of us? Say, what obstructs this prayer of us? Is when we start being aware of the demonic. So now, from Christ awareness, we are becoming aware of the demonic, the demons, the evil spirit. We are becoming conscious of evil spirit. So what is happening if being aware of Christ is prayer, being aware of demon is what? It's an obstruction to that prayer. Are you understanding me? Yeah, we're going to speak a little deep today. And this is all happening because of old traditional Christianity. And I'm going to explain to you today. Amen. Everyone say old traditional Christianity. Because some man of God, some woman of God, some leader, religious leader has taught us things in the Bible which do not exist. Amen which do not exist. Simple things in the Bible which do not exist 
are taught to us as though it exists. Are you understanding? And simple thing I want to explain to you, because you see, I am in this in this spiritual field, preaching the word for more than 14 years, and I have more experience of listening to people's stories and prayer requests and prayer intentions than anybody here. And 90% of people who come to me, they will always talk about one person. Who is this one person? Huh? Who do you think, yeah? 90% of the people who come to me for prayer will speak about this one person. Who is he? Uh, who is he? Devil. Amen. So what are the names that he has? Satan, Devil, Lucifer, Serpent, Dragon. All these names, right? So today we're going to understand whether this guy really exists in the Bible. We're going to understand whether this guy really exists in the Bible. And in this lockdown period, as I went deeper into the word, I realized the devil or Lucifer does not exist. Come on. And I'm going to explain to you and anybody in, the, in, 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 if you can prove to me that he exists, I'm ready to give you what you want. Amen. Prove to me Lucifer exists. Prove to me that the, the, the so-called Satan that we talk about exists. Do you know this personality called as Satan is an invention of modern Christianity. Yeah, this is going to come little... You're going to understand this now. It was created... It was not created... This concept is not created in the Bible. This concept is created by some modern Christians or some Christians out there from some stories. Amen. And here I want to explain to you first, before we go forward, we want to understand what is the traditional view of devil, Satan, Lucifer. Correct? So what is the traditional view that there is this one uh, angel of God, he was the archangel of, the, of God, whose name was Lucifer. He fell from heaven with one third of the angels and when he fell from heaven then uh, he came in the form of a serpent near Adam and Eve he put Adam and Eve into sin are you aware of this concept so now he is the enemy of he's the enemy of God and he's the enemy of mankind so his whole the whole idea is all the time he is plotting out against men and against God. Are you there with me? Are you there with me? So he is all the time plotting out against men, 
against God. He's plotting evil against them. Okay? And, uh, and now, after knowing the story, some people get into something called as demonology, where they think, first, there are, they put this whole entity called as Satan or Lucifer as that one guy sitting with a pitchfork in heaven with a tail, with a horn. And under him, there are levels of... Hello, can you talk? Yeah? Levels of demons. Okay? So there are levels of demons under this guy called as Lucifer. And this whole demonic realm, they are there somewhere down on the earth, or in the earth, or inside the earth, underworld we call it. And they all are out there to disturb your life, my life. They are there, they are my enemy and your enemy. So this is the traditional concept of devil. Now, let me tell you, why am I preaching this? I am preaching this so that you now onwards, after you listen, listen to this sermon, you become, you take over your authority, you become all powerful, you come over every power of darkness over your life. You become victorious. Let me tell you, this sermon is going to set you free. Amen. Amen. Because the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So, so many years of our Christian living, we have heard a lie which is not biblical and so, we've been fighting against this so-called Lucifer or devil who does not even exist. Come on. We have wasted our time fighting against this devil. And we call it spiritual warfare. Hello. Imagine that somebody comes to our prime minister and says, there is a country... There is a country in the, in the Pacific Ocean, there's an island. They are planning to attack you. And now, the Prime Minister is all out. He's building missiles, he's building, he's spending all his economy on all the military. But this island does not exist. Isn't it waste of time? Isn't it waste of resources? Same thing has happened in Christianity. People are wasting time. People are wasting their prayer time. People are wasting their resources. People are wasting their energy to fight against somebody who does not exist. Come on. Hallelujah. In the entire Bible, there is once, once the name of Lucifer Spoken. You know where it is? Huh? No, no. <laughs> in, in Isaiah chapter 14, look at that. So can, can someone also help me with reading the scriptures? Get the mic and... Uh, so I'm going to speak about... The whole world is celebrating Halloween. So some of the characters of Halloween. So we have Lucifer, 
we have the devil, we have Satan, we have dragon, we have antichrist. We've got to talk about all of them. Whether what they are, who they are, and are they really existing? What is the whole idea about it? So, Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 to 16. Listen How to this. you have fallen from heaven. Okay, you got to listen to me. Okay, you don't read. She's reading the same Bible which you are reading. But listen to this. How you have fallen from heaven, O says, morning star. Listen, listen carefully. It says, how you have fallen from heaven, O morning star. Son of the dawn. Son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid down the nations. You who once laid down the nations. You said in your heart, Okay. I will ascend to heaven. Okay. I will raise my throne. Yeah. Above the stars of God. Yeah. I will sit enthroned on mount of the assembly yeah. on the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. Mm -hmm. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. Yeah. I will make myself like the most high. Yeah. But you are brought down from the grave mm -hmm. to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you. They ponder your fate. Till is 16. What yeah. is this? Which verse? 16. Yes. Read 16. Is this the man who shook the earth okay. and made kingdoms tremble? Listen. Uh, this Can I have KJV? This is NIV. In NIV, the word Lucifer is not even there. Okay? L listen to KJV. KJV? Hold 12. Yeah, 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, ah, son of the morning? So KJV says, how you have fallen from heaven, O Oh, Lucifer. loudly, come on, don't get scared, he won't come. He's not there. How you have fallen? From heaven. From heaven. Oh, Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer. Now, NIV is giving the word Lucifer, NIV is giving the meaning of that word. And what it says, NIV? It oh, says, morning star. Oh, morning star. Have you heard about morning star? Yes. Hello. What is the morning star? Venus. What is the morning star? The Venus. Come on, how many of you have seen morning star here? Come on, you have not seen morning star? Okay. Morning star is the planet Venus, Venus which is the brightest star that you can see in twilight. That's the last star that shines when the sun is there. Am I right? So, in Latin, in Latin, see, you have to understand the Bible was first written in Hebrew, right? Hebrew, Greek, Latin, there were translations. So, when the KJV Bible was translated, they took this word Lucifer from Latin and they did not translate it, don't know why. But in Latin, Lucifer means the planet Venus. In Latin, Lucifer means planet Venus, the morning star. And now, somebody will pick up this verse and say, this is talking about that guy. You know which guy? This scripture is talking about that guy. You know which guy? Which guy? The devil, the guy, 
the one personality who is like the king or the leader of all the evil spirits in the world. But it is talking about what? The planet Venus, the morning star. Not only that, if you read this, can you read that uh, caption? Caption? Do you have caption? KJV caption? If you, if you want to recheck, then only you can open your Bible and recheck. It says, prophecy to the king of... Prophecy to the king of Babylon. So this, Isaiah chapter 14, was a prophecy to the king of... Babylon. Hello? Babylon. The Bible says so. You read the Bible, it's written the caption, big, big captions. Yes. Prophecy, yeah, it says. Fall of the king of Babylon. Fall of the king of Babylon. So this scripture is speaking about a king, Babylonian king. And it is trying to say that, oh you Babylonian king, you were shining bright like the morning star planet Venus. But look at you, you have been fallen because you had pride in you. So it's a prophecy to the king of Babylon. How do you know? Read verse 16, read verse 16. Those who see you will gaze at you yeah. and consider you saying, is this the man who, is made, this the man who made the earth tremble? Who made this earth tremble? Who shook kingdoms. It's not saying, is this the spirit, Lucifer? It's not saying, is this the archangel who had fallen? It's saying, is this the man? So it's talking about a man. That man was a Babylonian king. Sort it out. It's the only one place where Lucifer is spoken about. Now we have taken that word, the name Lucifer. We have, we have created an imaginary spirit and we have baptized that imaginary spirit as Lucifer. Are you getting your understanding me? And today we think there is this spirit, his name is Lucifer and his job is 24-7 to be after our life. Understand? There are billions of people in this world. How many? One Lucifer after all, everyone. Have pity on at least that imaginary character. Okay? Okay. Second scripture when, where people talk about Lucifer or devil is Ezekiel chapter 28. In Ezekiel chapter 28, they talk about there was this, there was this person who had gemstones over his body, who had musical instrument, and the, from there, the idea, we have, the Christians have gone forward and said, Lucifer or Satan was an archangel who was in the worship ministry in heaven. How many of you heard that? I mean, I've been preaching that in the past. <laughs> Amen. Because someone taught me, so I taught people without really looking at the scripture deeper. So if you read that, uh, can you read that place? 
Ezekiel 28 where it talks about Thus says the Lord God you are the seal of perfection so, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty So look at this he's talking about a person you are a seal of perfection you are so wisdom you have wisdom and perfect in beauty perfect in beauty you were in eden the garden of god you were in eden the garden of god every precious stone was your covering every precious stone was your covering the sardius topaz and okay. diamond then? beryl onyx and jasper mm. sapphire turquoise and emerald with gold yeah. the workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for ah. you on the day you were created so it says that when you were there there were pipes musical instruments all over you so people read that and say wow this is lucifer this is satan and now he has all this musical instrument therefore at one point in heaven he was a worship minister in heaven and then you were the anointed cherub ah you were the anointed cherub then who covers yeah i established you you were on the holy mountain of god yeah you walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones mm. you were perfect in all your ways okay from the day you were created so all these things and they think lucifer or this devil was a cherub on a holy mountain and this and that but let's look what is this prophecy for whom it is meant to be this prophecy is meant to be can you read the title lamentation for the king of tyre who who to the king of tyre and the language is a poetic language and if you know what is poetic language because the prophecy there is a poetic prophecy in poetry you say when i say to you your cheeks are red like roses does it mean you have roses here right so in the same way this prophecy was for the king of tyre does not mean it's talking about lucifer there's no mention over there so in that prophecy saying you were like anointed cherub means when i say to you hey you look like an angel does that mean she's an angel so this is how the prophecy was ezekiel chapter 28 was a prophetic word for the king of tyre trying to tell the king of tyre you had everything in your life you were the best king you were the top king but now god is going to bring a judgment over you because of your disobedience are you there with me today so there was no so called devil or lucifer here show me in the scripture amen that lucifer there was a name there was a guy called lucifer now let me tell you from where does christianity come from where does christianity come what are the roots of christianity come on tell me fast huh anat who was jesus from which religion judaism right judaism Christianity comes from there right so a whole old testament is jewish hebrew so the whole jewish religion or the hebraic understanding 
was they never believed in this so-called as one demonic force or Lucifer or devil. The Jews never believed in that. Are you there with me? They themselves never believed. Yes, they read in the book of Genesis, the serpent came, but they never said that that serpent was Lucifer or Satan, was an archangel who had fallen from heaven. No, no. They never believed in it. So this whole story was invented by later on by Christians, even after the death of Jesus, even after the death of the disciples. It's a modern idea that there was this archangel who fell from heaven. He was playing first music, welcome Holy Spirit. Then he fell down from heaven and then he started, he's after you and after me. Are you understanding? The Jews never believed this thing. So now, questions will come in your mind. Who is the Satan where the Bible talks about? Who is, uh, who is the devil where the Bible talks about? Who are these demons that the Bible talk about? Who are the evil spirits that the Bible talk about? Secondly, if you see, try to search in your Bible, there's no word like actually demon. Try to search in the Bible. Some translations have the word demon. But actually what demons mean? This is all that I'm going to explain. Remember, this I'm teaching you so that you can come back into your power and authority. By the end of the sermon, believe me, you will rule over every powers. You will rule over every principality that is there on this earth. Amen. Can I have a big amen? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let's talk about, I've spoken about Lucifer. We're going to talk about, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the word Satan. Everyone says Satan. Say it loudly, don't worry, it won't come. The first mention of this word Satan in the Bible, do you know where it is? The first mention of the word Satan, do you know where it is? The first mention of the word Satan is in the book of Numbers chapter 22. Just go to Numbers chapter 22. Numbers chapter 22 verse 21. Twenty-one, verse twenty-one. Can you read? Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. Okay, do you know this story? Yes. About Balaam going to meet this king called as Balak. And it was God's desire that he does not go to meet this uh, king called as Balak. But this guy goes because he's getting some money. So he goes with his donkey and as he goes, he, his donkey stops at one place. And he tries to hit the donkey but the donkey does not go ahead. And later on the donkey starts speaking and says, why are you hitting me? And then 
Balaam's eyes open and he sees in front of donkey who? Angel. Loudly, huh? Who? Angel. Angel of God. Amen. So can you read that? Where he sees his eyes open. That verse. I think it's 32. 31, 32. Verse 31, can you Then the Lord opened Balaam's yeah. eyes and Which he saw the angel. Uh, 31. 31. Opened and his eyes. And he saw the angel of the Lord standing. Now let everybody say, angel of the Lord was standing before the donkey. And then? Was standing in the road with yeah. his sword drawn. With the sword, yeah. So he bowed low and fell, fell face down. Okay. The angel of the Lord asked him, why have you beaten your donkey these three times? Who is saying this? Come on loudly. Who is saying this? The angel. The angel of, no, just not the angel. It's the angel of the Lord. Lord. Then? I have come here to oppose you because. I have come here, he says, to oppose, oppose you. you. If you read this in Hebrew, it says, God has sent me as Ha-Satan. God has sent me as Ha-Satan, means the Satan to you. Are you understanding? The word Satan does not mean, it's not a proper noun, you know, uh, let me, English. Proper noun, common noun. What is proper noun? Vernon, proper noun. Vernica, proper noun. Common noun? Human being, human being, correct? The word Satan is, a, is never a proper noun in the Bible. It's not a proper noun in the Bible. So now, what does Satan mean? Satan means adversary. What does it mean? Adversary. Meaning the one who opposes you, or one who stops you from going to do something. Okay? So, suppose I'm, I'm walking, I'm going for my prayer meeting, and suddenly a dog comes in the middle, and he, start, he, he starts opposing me. That thing, in Hebrew, I say Satan. It does not mean it is evil. Now the angel has come, angel of the Lord has come to stop Balaam to do something evil. But the Hebrew Bible calls that angel Ha-Satan, the Satan. The angel of the Lord was not that two horns, one Satan. No, that angel of the Lord was an opposer, an adversary, who was protecting Balaam to go and do his job. Are you getting this? Is it getting clear for you? That's why when Peter said to Jesus, I will not allow you to die on the cross. What did Jesus say? Get back Satan. What Jesus was saying? Get back Ha Satan. He was not saying, Hey, Peter, you are possessed by Lucifer. He's not saying that. He was saying, get back you who are opposing me from going to. So what today's Christians say? No, that time 
Peter was possessed by Lucifer. Hey, are you understanding what I'm trying to say? Are you trying understanding? It's not a proper noun. It's not a name. Satan is not a name. Lucifer is not a name of the devil. It just means someone who opposes. Now, that opposition sometimes can be negative, sometimes can be positive. Are you understanding? So, sometimes the word Satan is used in a negative sense in the Bible, sometimes it is used in the positive sense. Amen. In one instance, I don't know if you read the story of Job. The Bible says all the sons of God, Job chapter 1. Sons of God came before God. Are you there with me? And out of that was one person who came and said, have you seen Job? Or God says to him, have you seen Job? He's so righteous, correct? And, and this spirit says, oh, if you remove your hand, I will do this, do that, do this. So today we talk about this spirit as that one guy. No, he was a son of God. He was an angel. He was a power up there in heaven. Not Lucifer that we talk about, who is with a pitchfork in the hell. Are you understanding? Hello, are you understanding? Okay, so... Is this clear with you? Lucifer is not a proper noun. Satan is not a proper noun. Then why do we have some evil spirits out there? Today we are going to speak about that. So can we go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. This is going to be deep. And please try to understand this. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And this is going to be crazy. In the beginning. In the beginning. Everyone say in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And everyone say God created, created heavens, heavens and, the earth. and the earth. Now that word God, can you see that word God there? That word God is called Elohim. Everyone say Elohim. Elohim. Have you heard about Elohim, this word? So what does Elohim mean? Elohim does not mean that one God. Hebrew Jewish understanding of Elohim is, see, there are religions in the world, right? One, we call it, religions are divided into monotheistic and polytheistic. Islam is a monotheistic religion, means they believe in one God. If, you, if the religion believes in many, Hinduism is a polytheistic religion because they believe in many God. What is Jewish religion? Is it monotheistic or polytheistic? Do they believe in one God or do they believe in many God like Hindus? Huh? One God. One God. Wrong. <laughs> the Jewish religion, the Jewish always be, 
they believed in polytheistic religion. That means they believed there were other gods. I'm going to explain, try to understand this. And they believed in this word or they said this word in the scripture it is there. El Elyon. You know what is El Elyon? El Elyon means God of all gods. We say that God Almighty, remember? What does God Almighty, El Elyon, God Almighty actually in Hebrew means God of all gods. Now this Yahweh, the God who visited Moses, the God who visited Abraham, this guy was the El Elyon, that means God of gods. That means they believed that they were small g gods and this God was the God of all gods. Are you understanding? So they believed in this great God but they also knew that they were sub-gods. Now Genesis chapter 1 says that who created? No, that, what's the word? Elohim created. And if you see later on, it says, let us, it does not say, let me. Let us create man in our own image. Let us do this. Let us do that. That means there's not one God there. There are Elohim. Elohim in Hebrew means spirit beings. That's it, spiritual beings. So in this spiritual beings, angels. And everything that is there in spiritual realm speaks about that. That means what? That means there are powers. Everyone say powers. There are principalities that God created. These powers, these principalities went ahead to create everything. God created powers, principalities. That's why, who created these powers? Ephesians chapter 6 talks about, Ephesians chapter, I think, 4 talks about that your struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. So who created these powers and principalities? God created. Now these powers and principalities were created so that these powers and principalities can go ahead and create. Understand? I want to, I want to build a building. I want to build a building. Okay? Like Ashwin's uncle is a constructor, a, a, a correct, right? Contractor. And if he wants to build a building, his uncle doesn't go and put the cement, put the bricks your uncle does. No. He has under him people who do the mason job, put the cement, put the bricks. You have departments. One person will take care. Can you tell me about the departments? Mason department is there. Then then, huh? Steel. 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 That department is there. Then, then the helper, department. helper department is there. 
material department is there. Okay, all supervisor department is a sit down. So, how many people are constructing? When you are saying the building is constructed by contractor so and so, it is not he who goes and constructs it, but there are people under him who are constructing it, correct? Am I right? So, he goes and says, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. Similarly, similarly, Elohim are under El Elyon to go and create the whole thing. These are powers, they are supposed to create things. Are you understanding? And then, this powers they get together and they create everything and in the end God says this is good this is good this is good and in the end man is created and when man is created he's saying this is very good amen and then God goes to man and says I give you authority and dominion over everything that means Man has power over Elion, sorry, uh, over Elohims. Are you understanding? Man is given power over Elohim. So it is like this. God creates everything, gives powers, tells these powers, these Elohims, to go ahead and create these angels, these all powers, go and create. So they go ahead, they create. Man is created and now God is saying, Man, now you have dominion over Elohims. Over everything. Now you are supposed to, you are supposed to, if you want to do something, you are supposed to use the Elohims to do something. You have authority over the Elohim, like, suppose a husband is married to a woman and he's telling the woman, now I'm going to have a driver for you. Now the woman has the driver and she has the authority over the driver, correct? And so the driver drives the woman wherever she wants. So now, in the Garden of Eden, what happened? I'm going to explain to you. In the Garden of Eden, this people, this authority that was there with men, this authority was lost. Men fell down and now they came under the authority of Elohim. Are you understanding? Before their fall, they were over Elohim. After the fall, they were under Elohim, the powers, the laws, the principalities. So, now the woman goes and has an affair with the driver. Now the driver is bossing over the woman. What happened? The authority she has given to the driver. 
Are you understanding? So now the driver is going and going and taking the woman where he wants her to go. Because the authority has been shared with the driver. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? This is exactly what, what happened in the Garden of Eden. The powers, the principalities, the rulers, Elohim, we came under them. Now this is the problem. After we came under them, we see in the Old Testament, you do some mistake, God comes and punishes you and kills you. God comes and pours his wrath over you. Are you there with me? Aris, we say God is good. And we say God is good. But how come in the old covenant, he's killing? He's destroying, he's murdering. Are you there? Thousands of people are killed. No, no, it is not that God who is doing it. It is Elohim. Translated in your Bible as God. They are doing it because now you are under their law. Therefore, the law was not given by God, the Bible says. I, 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 I think in the book of Galatians. The law was not given by God. The Ten Commandments were not given by God. The Bible says the Ten Commandments were given by the angels. Hello. Have you heard whenever in the Old Testament they see an angel, they get scared. And they say, I will not leave. Why? Because they are looking at Elohim. Under whom they have fallen. They are ruling now. The authority is over with Elohim. So when you do something wrong, these people have right, Elohim have right to punish you. But the El Elohim, El Elyon is a loving God. El Elyon wants you to have that authority. El Elyon wanted you to rule and have dominion over the world. But you gave your authority to Elohim. Are you there with me? So, are Elohim evil? Okay, let me ask you. Are Elohim completely evil? Are they demonic? So the word demonic, let's, let me take. If when you hear the word demon, go to the Greek, it's very easy. You can go to Greek, Hebrew, Google search, you can get the words. The word demon means powers, principalities. Search it in the Greek. It means powers and principalities. Today what we think demons means? Those people who are always after you. No, no, they are just powers. Now listen to this. When uh, men gave the authority to them, now when we do something wrong according to their principles or according to their rules and regulations, what happens is they execute the judgment on us. El Elyon is not doing anything. El Elyon wants to save you. These people, you are fallen under law now. So the law will judge you. The law will, will take care of you now. You do something wrong, the law will start 
imposing its judgment. Are you there with me? So you see, sometimes angels come, they destroy. They kill. So, are these are this demons, are this completely evil? Tell me. These demons are not completely 100% evil. Like for example, she, is she evil? She's, she's good also, she's evil also. Come on. I'm evil? Yes, I'm good also, I'm evil also. So sometimes I become bad, sometimes I become good. She can become good, she can become bad. We all have both the characteristics in us. Good and bad, good and evil. So in the same way, these this powers, the Elohim, the demonic powers, demonic powers, they are good, they are bad also. They are not completely bad. They are not completely evil. They have both the properties in them. Example, now I am Ashwin's uncle who is a contractor. I'm telling Ashwin, I'm going out sometime. You take care of this construction work and all these people, the mason people, the helpers, all are under you. What Ashwin does is, Ashwin says, I give my authority all, of you, all over you. He doesn't know about his authority. He goes and sleeps. Now, there is no one to tell all these people how to construct, what to do. They are all doing their work as they want. Sometimes they are good, sometimes they are bad. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't work. In the same way, now, the one who had dominion over Elohim is not in authority. So the Elohims are doing what they want. That's how many religions have gods. Are you understanding? The other religions, they believe in Elohim. Have you ever seen people of other religion, they pray and they get their prayers answered? Come on. Have you seen people of other religion, they pray and their prayers get answered? They are praying to their Elohim, to that power. And because they are praying to that power, they agree, they do an agreement with their power, the powers listen to them. But sometimes, they, are, they don't listen to them. They are moody people. They want, if, they, if, if you don't listen to them, they're going to finish you. If you don't do the sacrifices, if you don't do their prayers, if you don't do a, go according to their rules and regulations, they'll finish you. Are you understanding? Now listen to me. Why did God say, don't have any other God other than one God? Because God did not wanted you to lose your authority to the Elohims. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that he can make you and me the sons of El Elyon. We are El Elyon. Hello, hello, you are not excited. We are El Elyon. We are the sons of 
of God. That means we have authority over the Elohims. So the authority that we lost in the Garden of Eden to Elohims, Jesus died on the cross and gave that authority back to us and said, you are El Elyon. Now take rule and charge over the Elohims around you. Understand? Now, I being Elion, El Elion, if I start worshipping Elohim, what happens is I'm giving my authority to Elohim. That's why God said, don't have any other God other than El Elion. Are you understanding? But are this Elohim bad? No. Are this Elohim good? No, they are a mixture of both. But what present Christianity has done is completely made them evil and so they have nothing to do with it. Are you understanding? No, you and I need to realize that these Elohims are under us. The way angels are under us same way these other spirits are under us. If I command them to do something, they have to listen to him because I am El Elyon. I told you, by the end of the sermon, every fear in your heart will go. Because you are El Elyon. This Elohim has no power over your life. Try to understand, they are not all the time after your life. They don't want to destroy you, finish you off. No, you are El Elyon's son. You are a son of God. You are a son of God. And when you realize that you are a son of God, you can control every Elohim under you. You tell them to do something, they will do it for you. I am God. I am God. Of gods. Do you didn't get me? I and you are God of gods. You should never. I don't. You know, people get scared. I don't want to go to that temple. I don't want to go to that temple. Why? No, no. That that there is a demon in that temple that will jump on me. I don't want to eat that food of other religion. Why? No, there are demons on that food that will jump on me. Hello, hello. You are El Elyon. Hello. You are El Elyon. You are in control. You are in authority. You are in charge of every Elohim out here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hello? We are in authority. Everyone say, we are in authority. So, do you know now we can stand in authority as El Elyon? And when we see this Elohim or the demonic, that's the reason why when the demonic came, they recognized Jesus as a son of God. Amen. They recognized Jesus as the son of God. And
and now when you stand in authority you every elohim recognize you as the son of god god el elion became men so that men becomes el elion are you understanding are you understanding today what we have done is we have taken this whole concept and we have said this is good angels are good and demons are completely bad no no there is no concept as demons they are just powers everyone say powers they are just principalities say principalities they are just rulers are you understanding like how do you have rulers you have prime minister you have presidents they are having power to do something they are just like that but the good news is now through the death of jesus on the cross you have power over them hallelujah 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 you have power over them and so whenever you hear about the stories of demons coming or trying to attack you trying to do this trying to do that you should not get scared because they are elohims they are not actually going to come and finish you off you just have to stand in your identity as el elion hallelujah hallelujah when you don't know your identity as el elion that's the time they try to do what they want amen hallelujah i can use any power now for my benefit remember everything here has spirit so everything is has spirit everything in this place is alive you think this is dead this chair is dead this is not dead at a subatomic level this is alive it has spirit inside very deep go to my crash consciousness you will come to understand this book this book is it looks dead but it's not dead it is alive it is it has spirit inside the water that you drink is not dead that water is alive it carries memory scientists have proved that i have a video on that on on teaching on that it is alive amen so everything has a kind of consciousness or a spirit behind it if you are able to tap and control that spirit you can control these things are you understanding so when jesus said when 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 jesus said speak to the mountain and the mountain will move hello is mountain alive you thought it is dead no mountain is alive it has a spirit behind it it is ethereal in nature <laughs> so that's why jesus when he says speak to the mountain mountain will move you are speaking to the spirit of that mountain he says he when the storm came he said come down the storm come why why the storm had to come down is 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 it alive to listen to the voice of jesus yes 
it has a spirit behind it and what are those powers that energy behind it everything let's talk spirit and energy is same spirit and energy is same so everything has that energy around it that spirit being that energy around it you and i can speak to that energy that spirit the clouds the rain this elements of the earth has spirit behind it there's a spirit of fire the spirit of water the spirit of land the spirit of space and air and you as el elion can speak to that spirit and control the spirits the problem in other religion is they stop only at the level of elohim they can't see el elion come on are you understanding you see other religion i don't want to take the names of the religion they have they are very good better than christians because they can recognize the spirit behind it they have spirit behind fire they call it agni god they are actually looking at the El elohim behind that fire come on are you understanding so you see other religion they buy that they will buy a car they'll put they'll worship the car what actually they are doing is they are worshiping the spirit behind that you understand we need not worship but we can be friends with that spirit now i'm coming to the point i worship her she becomes god this is this is sin in sin correct but i become friend with her and i tell her to do what i want is it a sin so i can use this powers i can use this powers i can be friend with this power and tell this powers what to do for me therefore daniel's friends went into the fire but did not get burned because they made friend with the element of fire daniel went in the lions den and the lions could not eat him why because he became friend with the spirit behind the lion element come on this is deep i don't know how many of you are going to get this are you understand jesus could walk on water because he was made you call it reconciled with that water he reconciled with the wind he reconciled with the fire he reconciled it you and i as a sons of god can reconcile everything in the creation back to god come on did you are you understanding now you are taking a position as the con uh, contractor and now 
these people who are doing their own work, you are telling them to do your work back again. And now they will construct properly what you want. Are you getting me? They are not your enemies. They were just behaving as they want. And you came under them. But now when you came in authority, now you can tell them what you want to, want, what, what construction you want, they will do exactly that, what you want. Are you getting it clear? So, coming back, I want you to understand this. You are the sons of God. You are El Elyon. The sons of El Elyon. You have powers over the gods of the earth. Understand they are not demons, they are gods. But they are gods with small g. And you have power over this small g because you are the son of the big G. Are you understanding? So when you look at these demons, don't get scared. When you look at these gods of other religion, don't get scared. Hey, I know one saint, he used to tell demons to wash his plates. And they used to go and wash his plates. Hello? You can have the power and authority over the elements of the earth. So when people talk to me and say, oh, yoga is demonic. Meditation is demonic. In other words, they think it is evil. My friend is doing yoga for so many. He's fit and fine and healthy. You are eating your sarpatel and you are in the hospital there. That is not demonic. You understand? Sometimes, these are Elohims where you can rule you can use them for your benefit. Amen. And you know, some of our religion in India, they are really beautiful. Because, I, I mean, not in the part of because they worship, but they know how to connect with the spirit behind those things. They know to give reverence to the spirit behind it. And because they give reverence to the spirit behind it, you see them prospering. And we, Christians, are saying, Oh, I'm Christian for so many years, my business is not prospering, my this is not happening, that is not happening. Because you are doing spiritual warfare. You are doing spiritual warfare. With whom? With Lucifer, who does not exist. Are you understanding? You're fighting with demons. The ones whom you're supposed to control, you're calling it evil. And you're completely throwing them out of your life. What happens? Are you understanding? If I have a... If, if I have a... Let's say, if I have a knife, if I have a knife and I say, this knife is evil and I'm never going to use a knife, you're never going to eat a cake in your life. 
because you said the knife is evil. Am I right? You're never going to eat a cake in your life. Christians are like that. They will never eat. They have, they have become people who will never eat their cake. I mean, you can use the knife to kill someone, but you've forgotten that same knife can be used to cut your cake. Same way, Elohims can become evil, no doubt about it, but you can use Elohim for your benefit. Hello? Hello? Are you there? So, people can use yoga called as tantric yoga and all that to cause harm to people get into the negative side of it but the same yoga if you look at it with Christ consciousness you can use that power to be healthy come on this is deep here yeah. are you understanding you can use that to become healthy in life to maintain your body which is the body of which is the temple of the Holy Spirit what is it just an exercise why are you demonizing demonizing this is demon there is demon demon in my underwear demon in my banyan everywhere demon 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 this concept of demonic was not there brother someone is doing black magic on me hey Take the Elohim of that person and tell the Elohim to wash your dishes. Hello? When powers are let loose over you, you, if you know that you are El Elyon's son, you can use those powers for your benefit. That's why when Balaam went, curse every time the people of Israel God turned the curse into a blessing the reason why black magic is affecting you the reason some powers some demons some other gods are affecting you is because you have not taken your position as a son of El Elyon hallelujah Many people ask me, brother, uh, you know, I went that other religion. Can I eat their stuff, their stuff? I say to them, eat and get for me also. Take it as a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Every power in this world is under your control. The Bible says in the book of Colossians, when Jesus died on the cross, he made a public spectacle of every spectacle of every power and principality of darkness. What did they do? Jesus gave the authority back to man. We were under the El, we were under the Elohims, he brought us back up. And he says, Elohims are now under you. You are God. Amen. You and I are God. Everyone say, I am God. I am God. I am God. So now, every time, remember the word devil, the way I, I don't have too much of time, but I'm going to just explain in brief. The word devil, the word Satan, the word uh, Lucifer, they were never used as proper nouns. They were used as common nouns. 
every time you see uh, a devil came, an evil spirit came, did not mean that that one guy, Lucifer, was after that. It was the Elohim, they were becoming little evil that time. Because they were not, that's why you see, Jesus says, the commandment of Jesus is like this. I give you authority and command, go heal the sick, raise the dead. And the first one is, go take authority over the demons. And they shall bow to you. So, who was the guy who was tempting Jesus in the wilderness? <coughs> if there's no Lucifer, if there's no Satan, then who was the guy who was tempting Jesus in the wilderness? Huh? Adam? Elohim? No. So as I said, the word devil means functioning a role. Everyone say role. Meaning police. Again a common noun but it's a role. Now that policeman can be anybody. Thief. Thief is not a proper noun. It is a common noun, right? Anybody can become thief, right? You rob, I'll call you thief. You rob, I'll call you thief. You rob, I'll call you thief. In the same way, if you do something evil, I can call you devil. You do something bad, I can call you devil. So when Sometimes in the Old Testament, sorry, sometimes in the Bible, the law was called as devil. Because the law played a role of putting people into sin actually. So when Jesus was tempted, Jesus was tempted by the law. Are you there with me? Jesus was tempted by that spirit of law. Are you understanding? So anybody who would come to tempt you at that point of time, suppose you were Jesus in the wilderness and somebody came and tempted you, you can call that person devil. It was not that one person. Are you understanding? Remember one thing, when Bible clearly says, when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished. Correct? Is the devil finished on the cross? When I say the devil is finished, he made, he finished the law on the cross. Because the law is the platform for any spirit to work. Because when men fell from in the garden of Eden, he came under the law of Elohim's. Now, when he came under the law of Elohim, when Jesus died on the cross, he fulfilled all this law. And he finished this evil law, the devil, and brought us back up. Can you understand this? So devil can be anything. When I say you devil does not mean you that guy sitting in hell with the pitchfork with horns and one tail. 
Sometimes the devil is your own mind. Can you understand? Sometimes the devil is your own mind. The problem with Christianity is, or with any human, he wants to blame others all the time. You understand? You are fasting, you went and ate ice cream. You say, oh, the devil tempted me to eat the ice cream. No, it is your own desire that tempted you to eat the ice cream. But you don't want to blame your own desire. So what do you say? There is someone with two horns, one tail, who is after me 24-7, and he told me to eat the ice cream, so I ate the ice cream. Can you understand me? Are you able to understand me? So today, why am I teaching you this? Let's not become devil conscious. Let's become El Elyon conscious. Know for yourself, you are in authority. You are over the powers, over every principality. And therefore the Bible says, your struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against every power and principalities in the heavenly realms. What does it mean? Your struggle is to now, in faith, realize your identity. Your struggle doesn't mean you have to do spiritual warfare. Today, everyone is doing spiritual warfare. Deliverance, spiritual warfare. Amen. In Jesus' name, Shaba, Raba, Raba. Oh, Lucifer. Ah, poo. There's no Lucifer there, you want to kick him. There's no devil there, you want to kick him. That stupid devil ruined my life. This sickness, I got diabetes. Diabetes is given by the devil. No! You ate sweets all your life, that's why you got diabetes. I got heart attack, the devil gave me heart attack. No! You are eating sorpatel and cherisan, that's why you got heart attack. You understand? We want to blame an imaginary creature who does not even exist. Sometimes we should feel sad for the devil. Do you understand? And today, people want to preach about the devil, preach about Lucifer, preach about this, make you scared so that you can come for the next service again in this place. Hello? Today, the whole idea is, hey, you got Somebody has done black magic in your house and uh, it will take seven prayer meetings to come here for that to get cleared away. So good for me, I'll get you seven times here. Amen. This is what people want to hear from preachers. And this is what preachers are doing. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why people don't like me. Amen. Because they want to go and listen to these things and be happy in life. I mean, I've been, I'm telling you, I've been in the ministry 14 years. For 14 years, I've seen same person for 14 years, for every Sunday in this 14 years, acting and manifesting demons. Ah! 
Serpents coming out, pigs coming out, dogs coming out. Who knows what is coming out? And here poor, I'm doing yoga nicely. My church members are happy. And you want to call it demonic. <laughs> Amen? Demonic is when you do all this stuff. Demonic is when you look at everything as demon, 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 evil spirit, evil spirit, evil spirit. Evil spirit in my cupboard, under my bed. Evil spirit in my wardrobe. Evil spirit in my kitchen, in my toilet. Many people have evil spirit in the toilet. That's why many people get scared to go in the middle of the night. They don't give you that peace also. What? Nothing wrong with the evil spirit. Something wrong with your men mentality. You have to step into your identity as El Elyon. Everyone say, I am the son of God. The son of El Elyon. I am El Elyon. And all Elohims are under me. From today onwards, I am in charge. I am in authority. I am in power. There is no spirit can touch me. Because I am the boss. Amen. So God bless you. We got to pray right now. Uh, we just got to pray right now. This is the first service probably we're going to have uh, next Sunday also. There's some deep teachings that I want to teach <clears throat> you guys. Please, uh, to understand this deep teachings, I want you to listen to my YouTube videos. They are very deep, guys. Very deep. So listen to them. You're going to be set free. Uh, you know, you're going to see powers and uh, you're becoming powerful day by day in your life. Praise the Lord. So let's close our eyes and we just want to praise and thank God.